1: Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Alampay, podcast. The Sandigan Bayern again puts on hold the plundered case against former Senate President Juan Ponce Enrile. That is five years after the case was filed against him. We will remind and review what this case is all about. President Duterte thumbs down a tax amnesty proposal. We'll tell you why and what that may mean for you. The government's top communications officers head to Europe to reassure about the state of press freedom in the Philippines, and now members of the Philippine press are upset. Marvel unveils a whole new cast of superheroes. One particular heroine might spark your interest. She's Filipino. Yan pong headlines. I'm Robby Alampay, Puma Podcast. The Sandigan Bayan has put on hold the plunder case against former Senate President Juan Ponce Enrile. The trial was supposed to start today. It has already been five years since the Office of the Ombudsman filed the case against him in connection with the pork barrel scam. While it is not immediately clear when the hearing will push through, this is as good a time as any to review what this long-awaited and again delayed trial is all about. We have with us our correspondent, Trisha Aquino. Trisha, can you remind us again of the main points in this case?
0: Robbie, there are actually five people accused in this case. Senator Enrile, his chief of staff, Gigi Reyes, and Janet Limnopolis. Uh, natin siya as the accused brains behind the PDAF pork barrel scam and two of her people. Sabinang Ombudsman from 2004 to 2010, daw, Enrile and Gigi Reyes conspired with Napoles to amass ill-gotten wealth, at least 172 million pesos according to the charges. Ang modus daw Enrile's PDAF or Priority Development Assistance Fund will be tapped to fund projects. The problem: these projects and even the NGOs behind them are all supposedly fake, supposedly essentially inventions of Napoles. Enrile really allegedly endorsed these phantom projects, new fake NGOs in Naples. Naman supposedly the implementors, and they will ultimately bill and collect for the same. Then make it back si Rile supposedly to be facilitated via Gigi Reyes. So, the Sandigan Bayan ordered Enrile's arrest. He was under hospital arrest until 2015 when the Supreme Court granted his petition for bail on humanitarian grounds. Enrile, who was past 90 years old by then, was supposedly too old to keep behind bars. And now he is running for senator.
1: So, what are the chances that the Sandigan Bayan will ultimately convict Enrile of plunder?
0: Well, hindi natin alam yan. But something to note, there are other senators that were charged with plunder in connection with the pork barrel scam. Sibong Revilia, Revilla, the Sandigan Bayan, acquitted him last December, and he's in the senatorial race again. Si Jingoy Estrada naman is out on bail. He is also running for senator. And remember, that's his second stint in jail. He was put behind bars with his dad, ex-President Erop Estrada, in 2001, also on plunder charges. The Sanigan Bayan acquitted Jinggoy in 2007, but convicted ERAP.
1: Is Senator Enrile's fate tied to that of Gigi Reyes, his former chief of staff?
0: The Revilia case could give us a hint of one way this could go. He was acquitted, but it is his former staff, Richard Cambe, and Janet Napoles who were convicted and sentenced to serve up to 40 years in prison. Sabi ni Revilia, Cambe is innocent. Enrile is also saying that Reyes is innocent. It's possible that Enrile and Reyes could be headed in different directions, or at least their cases will be taken separately, even if the charges stem from the same supposedly stolen funds. Should the evidence be enough to convict Reyes, the key question would be, is there evidence to establish na ginawa niya ang inutos ni Enrile sa kanya?
1: Okay, thanks Trisha. President Rodrigo Duterte has signed the Tax Amnesty Act of 2019, but at the same time, he has vetoed specific provisions for a general tax amnesty. The Amnesty Act does keep some amnesty programs in place, such as for undeclared estate taxes for those who passed away before 2018, and in a limited way on delinquent taxes. The general tax amnesty that Duterte blocked would have covered all national internal revenue taxes such as income tax and withholding taxes which had remained unpaid from 2017 and the years before that. Malakanyang says it blocked the general amnesty because the president had wanted, in parallel to that, provisions that would have lifted bank secrecy provisions for cases of fraud. Without such a provision, government cannot verify financial positions of people, and this will potentially open an amnesty offer to abuse. That is what Malakanyang is saying. An overgenerous and broad amnesty could also severely hit government revenues. Presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo explained Duterte's stand on his veto of the general tax amnesty.
2: Ayo, ayo na general tax amnesty. Mmm, bakit po. Eh, kasi nga, that will encourage them not to pay taxes in the future. Kasi? Anyway, where do we rely on the finances and the resources, taxpayers?
1: The Presidential Communications Operations Office, or the PCOO, is on a media caravan around Europe this week. And in the wake of the arrest last week of Raptor CEO Maria Reza, according to PCOO Secretary Martin Andanar, this tour is necessary to explain why, contrary to what critics are saying, this is not an attack on the free press. Here is Secretary Andanar talking about the objectives of their media caravan.
2: Uh, itong press freedom caravan ay natin sa Bangkok. Oh, yes. uh, oh And, oh. and uh, ngayon ay nandoon din sila ngayon sa sa Brussels. Oh, uh, yes. A uh, uh, Bosnia muna, Bosnia, Bosnia tapos niya. Brussels, wow. Switzerland. So, ito ay para naman kausapin yung mga European media. Mm, mm. Uh, for example, marami silang tanong about the press freedom sa Pilipinas. Yung AJG e na naman. Ayun. Oh, yun e dinadala natin yung press freedom caravan para maintindihan nila, yes. Lipo, para maliwanagan sila sa kaso ni Ni Maria Reza mm-hmm. So, ngayon <clears throat> ay nandun si Yusek Joveneco mm-hmm. uh, Nandun si, si Asek Rizablan mm-hmm. si Yusek Badoy mm-hmm. Para kung ano talaga mm-hmm. yung nature ng kaso Correct. Ni Ms. Reza At mm-hmm. kung so, oh. bakit uh, walang kinalaman Ang Duterte administration dito mm-hmm. Dahil maliwanag mm-hmm. naman Na ito ay kaso between mm-hmm. A private individual Correct private <clears throat> businessman uh, <gasps> by the name of uh, Wilfredo King, King. at uh, si Ms. Reza at Kanyang Rappler.
1: Media advocates, however, are criticizing the tour as one, unnecessary, and two, as improperly advocating for King, the man suing Rappler. After drawing such flak, Andanar later said that the media caravan was actually just a side activity to a bigger trip that was planned before Ressa's arrest. You know what that music means. This is for Marvel fans out there. A new major crossover mega-event is coming very soon. Marvel calls it War of the Realms. Here are the hosts of Marvel's YouTube show, Earth's Mightiest Show, talking about the event.
0: War of the Realms is an epic comic book story featuring all of the major Marvel superheroes coming in April of 2019.
1: War of the Realms is a massive story about Thor and the heroes of the Marvel Universe uniting to stop the twisted dark elf Malekith and its evil armies from conquering Earth from across the 10 realms. And one of the titles under the War of the Realms banner is set to feature a Filipina character. In a recent press release, Marvel announced the new Agents of Atlas title. The creative team is being led by Korean American writer Greg Pak, who previously wrote on the title Totally Awesome Hulk. That featured an Asian American Hulk named Amadeus Cho. This new title will feature a group of superheroes protecting Asia. Among those are Cho and a couple of new heroes from China, and as we had mentioned, a Filipina. Not much is known about the character at this time, even as the Marvel release describes her as, quote, a mysterious new Filipino heroine called Wave. War of the Realms, new Agents of Atlas is expected to hit the shelves in May. Before we let you go, here are some things you need to know. President Duterte has signed the mobile number portability bill into law. What that means, soon you can switch telco providers, globe to smart or smart to globe, or you can even try the offerings of the third telco without having to give up that number you've had for years, if not decades. The same number tied to all your contacts and Viber and WhatsApp accounts. One number for you forever, if that's the way you want it. Meanwhile, if you can't understand this next bit of announcement, it isn't for you anyway. But, pwede kang manalo ng 100,000 pesos kung Pilipino ang thesis o dissertation mo. Tanungin mo ang komisyon ng Wikang Pilipino kung paano mag-qualify para sa Gawad Julian Cruz Balmaseda. dapat na ipasa at na defend mo ang paper mo ng 2018 o ngayong 2019. Deadline sa October. And that's today's edition of Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd also like to hear from you. Message us with your comments. Maraming salamat